I'm Greta Kavia, host and founder of Masavanda Has a Podcast. To really help the podcast grow, please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to us today. Thank you. Brilliant. All right. Okay. <laughs> so welcome to the process of creating my love. Hey, I'm so excited for it. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you for joining me. Um, let's start with you introducing yourself. Um, yeah, to the listeners. Yeah, so uh, my name's Selena Chavanda. Um, I live in Greater Manchester Berry, and I'm a part-time artist. Um, so yeah, nice. that, that's who I am. <laughs> yeah, and a, and a great part-time artist like yeah very good one actually right so to get the the ball rolling and get us you know DCKC which would you rather be would you rather be liked trusted feared envied imitated or praised oh 100% trusted yeah I feel like trust is like the foundation of everything yeah trusted yeah. <laughs> love it all right I, I, every time somebody says like something like trusted or like you know i'm like oh am i a bad person because i'm like praise me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know what i thought thinking about it definitely trust mm-hmm. because you know how people say in relationships um trust is everything without yeah. it there's nothing right so I yeah I just feel like trust is the foundation and then after that people can like you and, and they are that. praise you for like anything you're doing and yeah the rest will follow I guess okay all right nice okay <laughs> so you've told us that um you're in greater Manchester and you're a part-time artist so we want to mm-hmm. kind of get to know you a little bit more um, creatively how do you kind of describe your creative process is it more of your intuition or are you more methodical with it are you like you're a planner you set out your goal you give yourself like time frames and then you execute or are you more like you know what I'm feeling like I need to paint I'm feeling like I need to create so you just let that feeling like guide your journey yeah um I think for me it's whatever pops in my head so if I have a vision um the first thing I do is um I've got a sketchbook I always draw in there and paint first and then I'll put it on uh, my canvas. I don't really have um, a structured way. So like taking time to plan out exactly what time I'm going to do it and what date, mm-hmm. um, only because I feel like the way that I work creatively, if mm-hmm. I put time to it, I feel like there's pressure. And mm-hmm. when there's pressure, the creative juice, shall I say, the juices don't flow sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, so yeah, for me, it's like if if something pops in my head, I'll do a quick sketch and then I'll paint it in my sketchbook and then put it on canvas whenever I'm ready to do so. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's how I work really. Whatever right. pops in my head or if I'm on Instagram and I'm inspired by someone's work or on Pinterest, um, mm-hmm. 
or even walking down the road and seeing something mm-hmm. um yeah so that's how it works for me really that's that's really interesting okay so um creatively you've kind of talked to us that you your first step is to put it down in a in a little sketchbook first and then you move on to the bigger canvas and mm-hmm. that type of stuff um what made you want to start painting and drawing um what mm-hmm. type of art do you create and also is is your art you or can we separate you to your art um so the answer the first one in terms of what got me into art I did it in in high school um at BCSE um but after then I never pursued it it was just like okay I picked that up in GCSE now to move on to adult life um and when I was in uni um this was about shall I say 2016 um I was sketching just a little bit and mum was like look why don't you just get into it just just try and put a bit more effort and energy into your drawings because they are really nice and they do stand out um so I started that and yeah that's how I'm Africa was born um the reason why I chose the name I am Africa is because I'm from Zimbabwe and I moved to England when I was 10 years old and I feel like I was disconnected from my culture and um, my people Um, and I feel like no matter where I go um, the older I get I feel like I'm connecting more with who I am and where I'm from meaning that I Africa is always going to be with me inside me and is part of my vision so that's why I Am Africa came into play um, and yeah so in a nutshell it was mum my beautiful mother <laughs> who wow. encouraged me to do art um, yeah. and still to this day every time I paint and I finish something and she comes back from work she's like oh my gosh this is so beautiful have you posted it has anyone seen it has anyone bought it and I'm like mum I've, I've just finished painting it <laughs> <laughs> that's so beautiful that is absolutely beautiful yeah. and I I, um, I connect with you, with you on the whole kind of moving to England from Zim from such a young age and then going through the, the walk of trying to then rediscover your Africanness mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's so weird I don't know about you I moved here when I was little as well and then I moved into a predominantly white area exactly literally the same it was <laughs> Luton to start off with which was a mixture but yeah. by then it's kind of like you know when you move somewhere and you're still finding your feet yeah um yeah. and you just got you're coasting through life shall I say yeah. that's what I was doing in primary school coasting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and I don't know about you because I'm Shona um, I've sort of lost my my mother tongue and I'm, I'm learning it now because mm-hmm. it's something that I feel is important to me and important mm-hmm. to my future family that I will be building. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so weird how when we're younger, I don't know about you, but for me, mm-hmm. it was more of a, I di- it didn't, it, it never crossed my mind to think about Zim or to think about my my language and then mm. from uni up to now it's more mm. of a where 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 do I fit in where where's my where's my yeah. home 
and mm. it is Zim. Zim's my home, shall I say? Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like we we're both on the same path. <laughs> yeah, of... it's so, and it's so unique to those of us that kind of like what should we say the children of like the first generation um, immigrant from mm. from from Africa, like that came in that in that little wave. Yeah, just after the nineties, so you're just fresh in, and then you kind of go like you're so right. Like I remember. I was kind of lucky in that my parents did want us to kind of keep our culture. So in at home, we spoke predominantly. Well, not it was a mixture. Even mm. when we were in here, we still spoke English, but Shona was still very much in on it. And my other siblings are by like they speak Shona and Debele, so I can yeah. understand Debele, but I can't speak it, which is I hate it because <laughs> I really like, it's such a beautiful language. It is. Um, so then. So I kind of kept that, so eating the food and having the, the language. But then it was really weird to try and be Greta, who is Shona, mm. when I'm out in school, because they don't understand that. It's it's completely foreign. So now I have to be Greta, who is black, Zimbabwean, but has got has to be British. Yeah. And then you get to uni and there's like ACS and you've, got mm-hmm. all, you've seen all these Nigerians and Ghanaians and embracing know, their culture and, and showing it and yeah yeah and I felt shame because I was like I kind of forgotten like I'm not proudly Zimbabwean like for so long and I was like no fuck it I'm gonna be proudly Zimbabwean so now I'm like given any chance I'll put my flag in that shit literally <laughs> that's how I am even in in high school I can relate so much because um it was me and my brother were twins and we we're the only black people in our mm. high school the whole of high school we're just the, mm-hmm. the only black people um, mm-hmm. So for us, it was kind of like our identity was, well, my, I can't speak on his behalf, but my identity mm-hmm. was warped into mm-hmm. um, British culture and and making mm-hmm. sure I, I fit in um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. act a certain way. Mm-hmm. And thinking back, it's just, it's, it's mind blowing how, mm-hmm. how sort of, um, disassociated and just kept to the British culture but I'm so Mm. grateful for the fact that we've moved to Manchester where we're close Mm. to we're closer to our families here Um, Mm. and everyone knows that Manchester's multicultural um, different communities Mm. different cultures Um, so then it makes you want to explore more and as you said in university we've got ACS we've got Mm. proud Nigerians proud Ghanaians even proud Zimbabweans Mm. and it's kind of like um Yeah, yeah. I need to step up. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. yeah, it is interesting, definitely, I think. And it's finding right. a way to to find yourself again. And mm. and it's so empowering when you do. Because right now, a friend's yeah. teaching me, um, Shona, I, if someone mm. speaks it to me, I can understand it. If someone te- mm-hmm. te- texts me in Shona, I can understand it. Ask me to speak it. Something mm. else comes out. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm opposite. Speak it fine. I can speak it back to you. Yeah. Now send me like written Shona, bro. <laughs> mm. See, even <laughs> that's a whole story. <laughs> even my friend, they were like, "Wait, you can understand it, you can read it, but you can't speak mm. it." I'm like, "Yep, yep." Mm-hmm. 
yeah i'm asking myself that as well yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's, it's it's yeah it's wild it's so wild but hey that's that's part of like the journey and you see it within your within your work like you are kind of going through that self-discovery yeah you know that that cultural self-discovery and, and it is quite beautiful mm-hmm. um so obviously you've told us like you know how you've worked how you um, how you work and um, what else inspires you and what makes you feel like you're the you're you're becoming the best artist you will you you can be um what inspires me my my culture my heritage my family especially um and knowing that there are a there are few artists that follow me and i follow them and their work is amazing so that gives me a good boost in terms of even though my art is where it is and i love every part of it i know there's another source i can tap into to make it greater than it is now um because i i always have this like terminology in terms of you shouldn't be comfortable with where you are there's always development there's always improvement um so for me i feel like my inspiration definitely comes from my life my life lessons um my family as i said and my culture and as well as the people that follow me and mm-hmm. i follow them as well so those are the main things really that inspire me the most yeah nice um connecting with the subject obviously it kind of like runs is a running theme it seems but how do you get your audience to understand your subject matter um like i'd say through my oh that's quite a hard question um is it is it a case of like you know your brush strokes or your use of color yeah um, your work is quite vibrant but at the same time it has a message like okay you know your piece with the elephant mm-hmm. I instantly for me it kind of speaks to just how okay so I'm gonna I'm, like I'm weird <laughs> so if, if I'm getting the message wrong just be like listen no no art is honestly but... <laughs> interpreted in different ways like there, there's no right or wrong way of, of interpreting it I think but yeah so I look at the elephant and I see um just how tortured Africa has been in terms of how the elephant in itself is like one of our most endangered creatures like at, at the start of the last century we had millions we ended the last century on hundreds and we're looking at ending this century on tens so then I look at that piece and it speaks to just how maybe migration in terms of how African people we're the youngest um, in terms of population we're the youngest um uh of in terms of age but then at the same time so many are leaving and so many have been taken so then i look at that piece and all of that i just it's just an it's an outline a line drawing of an elephant and there's like all this color but that's instantly what i thought so that's what i got from it <laughs> does that make sense with everything you're saying especially that's so interesting um the fact that you interpret it like that um for my interpretation with the 
elephant piece um when i look at it it's the eyes that stand out for me um with how powerful it is um and because we all know elephants are very loyal to their family they're always there um for each other no matter what and we all know elephants never forget <laughs> um so for me in terms of that piece it's more about power and unity um mm. and it's so interesting that you put it in terms of um the the fact that our our elephants are dying like literally mm. they're going to go extinct soon which is really sad um and mm. i feel like as i said before art is interpreted in so many different ways to so many different people um i don't mm. know if you've seen my other one the zimbabwean roots the treasured roots one um um, yes. Yeah, that one. That one, I'd say, out of all of them, is my favorite. Um, and mm-hmm. only because when I created it, everyone that's seen it, especially my family, they're like, "Oh, wow! It means this. It means that." Like, I really like the colors. I love how the roots stand out, and I love that it means like, no matter where you are, your roots are with you, or how proud we are to be Zimbabwean, mm-hmm. and. For me, I feel like when people give me feedback or reviews on what they think about my art, it it's, it gives me a, a big boost. And when it comes to getting people to understand it, it's for me, it's quite hard to get people to understand what I'm trying to portray from it. So for me, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know what, I'll create it and I'll see what other people think. Because art, as I said, is interpreted in different ways. Um, and also, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say it's it's quite hard to pinpoint what pe- how to get people to interpret it in my way, shall I? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I think that's the the, the beauty and the downfall. Like I always watch like you know documentaries on like um, artists from like days gone and I'm, I'm hearing all these art critics talk about what this artist was thinking at the time what and I'm thinking to myself is yeah, it- but, it's like yeah but do you know you actually don't <laughs> you don't know <laughs> so when, when they're talking about Leonardo da Vinci I'm like yeah exactly you weren't there so what <laughs> it's so yeah. true man could have just been you know is eating a sandwich and it's like oh, and he paid Mona Lisa done now all of a sudden it's you know it's a classic it's like nah it's it's usually never yeah but that's the beauty of art it it, it gets people to think in ways that they never really do think about certain objects or things or people yeah so yeah and i feel like even before (laughs) lockdown um i loved going Mm. to art galleries and because you can just for as I said like what I see someone else could see something completely different and yeah. yeah for me it's just that's that's what I love about art there's no right or wrong way honestly it's just mm-hmm. what the artist decided to make at that moment and after that yeah. it's literally a ripple effect people can just interpret it how they want it can convey emotions um it can bring up past past memories it can it can do a lot <laughs> with just one canvas so that's the yeah. beauty of it 100%. that's what i love about it yeah me too me too um if you could only use one medium which would you what would you use acrylic <laughs> acrylic yeah? i tried oil no way 
I'm not patient. I cannot do it. <laughs> I'm trying to learn the wet, wet on wet. Oh technique. no, I've tried. I was yeah. like, wish I, I, I wish you luck. Because <laughs> my cousin, she got, bless her soul, she got me um, some paints um and mm. there were oil paints and i was like oh thank you i'm definitely going to try yeah. I've, I've got them they're staring at me like you better use us um but because i'm used to acrylic <laughs> and the way that it dries up quickly so i can get on to the next step <laughs> but with oil it's like right. you have to sit there and just watch it dry and you're like do you believe social media has been an important tool for you as an emerging yeah a thousand percent um my followers inspire me they motivate me mm-hmm. um only because i feel like they are my account shall i say accountability they without mm-hmm. social media i feel like i wouldn't have that push to to carry on or to v- develop the way i'm developing um because the more people Mm. that are interested in it and they're like oh wow this is amazing like keep keep going at it you've inspired me to do something um or inspired me Mm. to draw a little piece it's sort of that little boost of confidence like yeah actually my my work is pretty good and i feel like social media has helped me in terms of um growing and in terms of self-development and i feel like it's like that with a lot of people now um because it's it not only connects us um but it also develops us in different ways so i feel like definitely social media has helped me especially my instagram and facebook um i feel like without that we would have never have met (laughs) i mean 100 and it's so weird like i like I, I was not like I, I didn't even know like that that live existed until my sister was like oh my god you need to you need to come see this and then weirdly I went on it as well and I, I did my <laughs> weird thing I was I was like I'm literally the definition of think before you speak because <laughs> half the time like I live I, I love this setup that we because I write the questions and then I kind of either say the question as I've written it or I kind of mm, mm-hmm. what I've written but, there's but if it's freestyling when I just decide yeah when I just go in <laughs> madness absolute madness and like I, I kind of black out <laughs> and this other version of me comes through <laughs> and then when <laughs> you finish you're like wait what did I just say <laughs> exactly and I actually remember something when you were on, somebody came on and they were like, they, um, yeah. and they were talking. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. I'm like, I feel you up. And then somebody goes, see, Greta, this is what you're meant to be like. like <laughs> you're like, hold up, wait. <laughs> what the hell did I say? Like, then I replied like to my sister, what the did I say when I went on? Because. No, when you went on, you didn't even say anything like bad or like, oh, did she just say that moment? Nothing like that at all. <laughs> madness i'm telling you absolute madness i can't control it i've tried i'm now at that point where i'm just like okay i'm just gonna embrace the crazy and you gotta be unique out here (laughs) yeah be unique because that's what makes you stand out yeah (laughs) definitely 
hundred percent. Okay, yeah, but yeah, like that's how I've been, and then I kind of. You, you you plugged your your page and I went on it and I was like, no, I want to talk to this lady. I really do. I feel like the, we yeah. can have a nice connection. We got and good we vibes. Are. I love the yeah. vibes. I, yeah, you, you <laughs> have to do something. Yes. One has to. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. <laughs> um, talking about talking about your social media and your 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 whole like you spoke about your mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook. How do you then curate what you put on there? Um, and things like uh, I, okay, I hate technology <laughs> I hate social media <laughs> if I could do this without having to go on Instagram or without having to I would just do that but yeah. it's the generation we're in you, you have to be social yeah, which, yeah. yeah anyway. <laughs> um, how do you kind of keep on top of things like algorithms and the negative because there is a lot of good that comes with being on social a lot of that yeah negativity and a lot of like you find that you start Mm -hmm. to compare yourself which isn't a bad thing in terms of trying to better yourself and have a goal of what level you want to get to but then it can get to a point where you're like why am i yeah what like this is better but so how do you kind of navigate all of that um you know it's it's hard i'm not gonna lie so before um when i did create my art page and i was looking at other people's artwork i was like oh my gosh am i am i sure like is it good because the art that i'm seeing on here like damn um so it's kind of like there there is always that constant pressure of of um is my artwork even good enough for people to want to look at yet alone purchase um so for me it's just learning to stay in my lane and focus on me um and always giving myself a pep talk which i've which i've been doing a lot um and putting um affirmations on my mirror like you're amazing you're you're good at your artwork or you're you're good at your job etc um so mentally that's how i keep my my thoughts together um just by giving myself affirmations and time out um because that's one of the negative sides of social media especially i'm sure you know this when it comes to posting your content you can be staring at your phone for Mm. a good three hours and i don't like that i literally just want to drop my phone and leave it for like 24 hours because when it comes to creating and you and you overthinking like oh but is that color okay oh is that word okay oh can i put that hashtag um but the good thing is my cousin he is he's he understands how social media works and the algorithms and when to post and how to post and getting my stuff ready oh my god can he can he come help me i I will pass i will pass you on to him trust me because funny enough um on my page i did go quiet on it i'm not going to lie i went quiet for about two months because i was overwhelmed i was like i don't think i can do this i don't think um i'm good enough to carry it on 
um, my following is not growing, um, people are not liking, people uh, are asking for prices and not getting back to me, um, is it even worth it? And then I'm just like, with the 562 followers that I have, those are individual people, those are human beings that follow me and they they like me. And even if I get 10 likes mm. or or 20 likes those are individual people that like mm. my art that i do not know so that yeah. is a positive out of it mm. i shouldn't be thinking my my artwork should have 2000 followers on there and i should be getting 500 likes mm -hmm. it doesn't work like that mm -hmm. um and yeah. also when it comes to managing it i've just learned like on mm. sundays what I'm going to start doing after having a conversation with my cousin <laughs> is <laughs> sitting down and having time out, like let's say maybe two hours to look for content that is related to what I'm doing and have them ready for the week um, and then just post them, even have my captions and my hashtags ready. So on Monday, I'm not sat there thinking, oh, what am I going to post? What, what am I going to do? And then that's when it becomes overwhelming. So it's always taking time yeah, out, I think. Fun. Just take time out for yourself, yeah. for your mental well-being. Stay in your lane yeah. <laughs> and just enjoy 100%. it and appreciate um, your growth and appreciate where you're going and who you have, really. It's better to have what I have than to have nobody, <laughs> shall I say. Is, is appreciation yeah. a thousand percent yeah that's so that's so true anyway collaboration <laughs> um, do you look are you looking to ever creatively collaborate with people um, if so how do you think you can mix your work and your style your process with um, another, um of creative? not um, looked into collaborating or thought about it yet I think it's because um, as I said previously I was um, like a, a light switch on and off with my artwork so at the moment I'm just focusing on being a bit more consistent with it in terms of showing it to people um, and then after that I'll look into collaborating but I've not really that that's actually I've never thought about it in terms of collaborating um maybe yeah maybe as i said it's because i'm still finding my feet um because i feel like i can't really step up to somebody and say yeah we're thinking of collaborate and i've and i'm still wishy-washy yeah. about my my confidence in my art and and being consistent with it but yeah. i will definitely put a pin on that and, yeah. and definitely think about it um yeah and i feel like that will also give me a bit more motivation once I like look into it to be like actually mm -hmm. if I carry on doing this I could collaborate with somebody yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah 100% like I always look to um, Alexander McQueen in terms of how mm. can artists collaborate because at the, at the core of his work he is an artist and then he went into like you know doing like um, mixing his art mm -hmm. with his with his fashion design and then you're with technology and other designers and other artists and like you know um performance artists and everything else so there's 
I always say if anybody's ever thinking and they're an artist and they don't know how to kind of look into that I would say watch any and read anything to do with Alexander McQueen because I I guarantee you come out first of all you come out thinking you can be a designer second of all you just be like fuck's sake we lost a good one um, but actually because <laughs> I yeah, when you McQueen. initially said collaborating I thought you meant with other like um, artists in terms of painters and drawers um, but my um, cousin yeah. she's an artist musically um, and at the moment, I'm currently focusing on my Ripple Effect project, and that's tailored to um, different countries mm-hmm. in Africa that are going through um, like political issues and um, economic issues, um, i.e. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwean Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so for her, she's um, mm-hmm. a poet um, as well as she does music. So for her, I did ask her, like once I've gotten the the whole piece together, if she could do um, a poem to it mm-hmm. and we can video it and um, mm. yeah, do that together. So yeah, actually I have. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah, it, it, it's usually like, yeah, you can collaborate with other artists and like come up with a big mural mm. piece or something, but then there's more to it, isn't it? Like, and creativity and art isn't just down yeah. to just a, pa- uh, a paintbrush and paint. There's, and as a creative in yourself, Selena, you do, you create everything that you do, be it in your, your job or when you wake mm-hmm. up in the morning and you decide what you're going to eat, um, when you cook, yeah. you're, you're, you are a creative being and it is everything. So, yeah, you're, you're probably I don't know it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just like, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna think about that. I'll be like, yeah, okay, cool, cool, I'm cool. cooking and I'm uh, creating. <laughs> yeah, I hate cooking, but I know, mm. like I don't measure nothing. So that's how I know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very creative. Also, my ancestors. <laughs> I'm the same. I literally like just, ro- I just go with it. I just <laughs> open the cupboard and I'm like, yeah, that can go in there. That can go in there. That yeah. can go in there. Yeah. I, I don't. I can't read cookbooks. They, they stress me out. I just also <laughs> I can't. Right. And when you go into like the shop and you're now looking for a certain ingredient, you can't find it nowhere. <laughs> you're thinking to yourself, Nigella, bitch, like where did you come See, from? I can't do that. Like, I can't on, look man. in a cookbook and think now I have to go out and get these ingredients just to make the small dish. Nah, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> it's not worth it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, the current climate is quite tasking it has been for the last it few, is in uh, march isn't it yeah years, march isn't it Damn. anyway yeah march imagine um i believe you're still kind of working so you're kind of the lucky one who's still got a, a semblance yeah. of normal even though yeah. it's probably through zoom um but like how creatively have you kind of made it through how have you kept um, yourself funny enough of been I've been good because b- before the whole pandemic I used to work in retail um and as we all know retail's busy um you don't have a structured day off you can have this week I could have <laughs> are we twins because I feel like you you're like wait that happened to me 
<laughs> I think we are. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> we we might as well be because. <laughs> see that is. I bet you understand oh, what I mean about retail and times because and days off. You don't have a structured day off, so you can't plan properly. Um, so yeah. So before that, I found it harder to be creative. I found it hard to put time into it because when I finish work, I'm drained. I just want to shower, I want to eat, and I want to chill and watch Netflix or watch Amazon Prime and just shut down. Um, yeah. And then I'll look at my gallery because I've got one in my bedroom, and I'll just be like, "Okay, you, you guys are looking at me like, okay, the pressure <laughs> in judgment, like you sat there, you're in watching judgment. Netflix." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so put in. Yeah, they'll be like, what about us? The blank canvas is like, what about me? (laughs) I'll I'll get to you, I'll get to you, don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, so that's so like before pandemic, that was my life. It was wishy washy. That's when I wasn't as committed into my art. And then when the pandemic happened, it's kind of like, well, I'm stuck at home. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I might as well do something with my time. Um, so that's when I started doing a bit more with it. A lot of research into the whole algorithms, joining a lot of live um, sessions um, with mm-hmm. like entrepreneurs and understanding how they can grow their business and my business. Um, and then now I've got a new job, which is basically Monday to Friday, and I'm working from home. And I've got Saturday and Sunday off, which is perfect for me because as soon as I finish work on Friday, I have a little boogie at 5 p.m. Like it's Friday, and then I'm like, right, <laughs> let let's get let's get my work sorted now. Um, so I feel like now I've got. I feel like you need a balance to be able to to create if you don't have a balance it's so mm. hard because your mind is somewhere else there's a lot of pressure you're thinking oh my gosh i need to do this mm-hmm. oh i'm too tired to do that um so i feel like the pandemic has been um has given me an advantage to to creating and to being where i am now and i feel like without the pandemic mm-hmm. i wouldn't have found the job i found now I'll still be working in retail because I would be in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shall I say? So, yes, it's yeah. been a it's been yeah. a weird one with it. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. The the pandemic has been a blessing, but at the same time, it's like mm. I'm I'm, also, I'm still in retail, sadly. Oh God. But to be fair, I don't mind my job because I'm a VM, oh, so I, kinda, I oh, still I get to be quite creative, but like yeah but it's like you know vm in a retail like it depends where you are and do you go from store to store you're allowed to be so that ah right okay no i'm 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 in a store so i'm like (laughs) you might as well you're like yeah i do go from (laughs) store to store But like for some, yeah, for some sometimes I do get pulled into a different store and I have to help out and stuff like that. But I'm st- like I'm stuck in my store. But now it's sort of like I don't even know if I'm mm. in this store for long. It's crazy. Third lockdown, ta-da. But 
yeah so my job did allow me to still mm. be slightly creative in a different kind of way but it was still quite stifling and then it's sort of like um i went from like you said you're busy every single mm-hmm. minute of the day be it commuting or when you're mm-hmm. in work and retail doesn't stop it's like go 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 from yeah the moment you get into the store up until you leave and then it's and then you get your day off and you, you are mm-hmm. really tired and you, all you want to do is sleep <laughs> hence why i gained so much weight goddamn lockdown because i went from busy to nothing for like the whole of last year <laughs> and then yeah now i'm just like okay now what so yeah like you lockdown has helped me really become quite committed to my to my to my creativity and just yeah like, okay, like you, all you might time. as well do might something well with the time <laughs> But I think at the beginning of lockdown, I was like, yes, yeah. I can just chill in um, bed. And then my inside voice was like, really? Are you actually gonna yeah. like just sit there and watch Netflix again? And I was like, yeah, okay, mm. time to sort myself out. <laughs> yeah. 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 It yeah. came that point, didn't it? Mm-hmm. For me, it was like July time. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I had like a little bar. <laughs> so, because our birthday was in April um and lockdown was in march so (laughs) i literally went to asda i got like four bottles of gin different flavors put them on my shelf in my bedroom and i was like yes i'm gonna enjoy lockdown ask me why less than a month they were gone (laughs) oh my do you know what it was house party and the lives and the like <laughs> parties but oh my gosh it was a lot yeah. <laughs> yeah quite literally and like yeah with me like from about april all the way up until like september that every month has <laughs> got like a cluster of people who are born in my family mm. so it's like drinks galore love I was just I was a madness. Yeah. That's where most of my money has gone to be fair. Alcohol. <laughs> yeah. That take me? Weight gain. You're like, oh, it's fun. It's just a bottle of gin. <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> am I sure? <laughs> Next thing you know. <laughs> exactly. Now you're thinking, oh, what am I thinking? Oh my god, what's going on in my life? Now you're crying. For me like, it was when I walked past somewhere, somewhere, I was like, well, damn, okay. Let's get those weights out. <laughs> I was like, no. Nah. Oh, it's so, so easy. easy. <laughs> it's so easy to gain it. It's losing it. That's like I know. Pe- I know a lot of people do this, life. but when I wake up in the morning, like I just sit there, and then I just like one day I literally mm. just like rub my belly when I was just uh, like I was I was sleeping on my side and then I rubbed my bed and I was like wait hold up <laughs> why is it big this <laughs> is not normal it is like your it's stomach is there, resting like, with yeah, you it's, it's with me not, not it's with you. me like <laughs> it's got its own little space <laughs> I was like, this can't be live. No. Oh, oh it's it's literally oh it's the worst God. feeling. I was oh like, yeah, God. no, this, this can't be. I can't be waking up every morning like rubbing my belly. Oh hi, you're right. <laughs> oh yeah. But... Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um 
when you're creating what music do you listen to like what's the one song Ooh, that you i listen to i listen to old school um like lauren hill fuji's um i also listen to some some r&b the one that i listen to over and over again i'll say mm-hmm. is taurus riley um you are beautiful um that song okay. to me is just like an uplift a little a little boogie while i'm while i'm painting um yeah i'll definitely say that and a lot of bob marley i listen to yeah. it's just nice and chilled and i feel like the the songs back back then was so empowering and just uplifting mm-hmm. um like right now don't get me wrong i love my my pop mm-hmm. smokes and and all that but i feel like if i want to get into that calm mm. but um ch- like that calm chilled type of creative those are people that i listen to a thousand percent mhm mhm 100% I, when I'm what? Repotting my plants. I listen to Bob Marley. <laughs> oh, that's when so I'm repotting cute. my plants. <laughs> Do you sing to them as well? I've got two plants. I've got a red one. I don't even know what that one's called, but I call it red. And then I've got aloe, who's aloe vera. Yeah. And literally, mm. I'm not gonna lie. Every morning, I wake up and I'm like, morning <laughs> aloe, morning red. <laughs> <laughs> You have to. No, you have to talk to them because the only way they will grow. Listen, I, I had a month where I couldn't like take care of them and like I lost like I know month, it, feel like hurts. I lost, it actually like, does family members. Oh, and it hurts. It hurts. And my mum is constantly like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, listen, first of all, you're breathing clean air, right? <laughs> How's about you suckle yourself? Literally, my mum's like, oh, why why have you got plants in the house? No, mum. They look nice, don't you think? Oh, and guess what? Now she uses my aloe vera plant. And I'm like, mum, you don't cut aloe. You have to pull him. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? And say thank you to aloe for providing aloe vera to you. Exactly. Literally. Because God knows you go down to the shop, you're paying. Oh, when you see it going brown, oh my gosh, that's where my heart sinks. I'm like, wait, why are you going brown? (laughs) I thought I was the only one. I genuinely thought I was the only one who said good morning and felt some type of way when they saw like a brown leaf on them. (laughs) Honey. When I see, like, I go crazy when I see a brown leaf or, like, when they look droopy. Like, my peace lily is so dramatic. If I don't water it in, like, the Aww. time frame that I'm giving it, it just, like, droops, like, proper droops. And I'm like, for God's sakes. <laughs> like, like, oh, like, you're I'm not like, feeding me. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> and I listen to Bob Marley for them. They're like, no. When Bob comes on, it's like time to be oh. time for you to move out of your car. That's so house. cute. That's the best. Oh, I do love my plants. I do need to get more thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an obsession. Little. You got a little post. That's a good selection. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Fair house plants. Stella. Um, Wilco is also a good one as well for good good house plants at a reasonable price and you can like see we've got a wilco and i've I've seen more outdoor plants than indoor plants Um, yeah 
Mm, really? Most of my plants are from Wilco, actually. Yeah, they're little. <laughs> yeah, they're little checks. <laughs> yeah. Bob Marley, love it. Um, what's been the best advice you've like received that had nothing to do with you being creative, um, but you kind of use it in your, in your ooh, creative? The best advice I've gotten is now? from my queen, my mum. She told me. She was like, things take time. There's mm-hmm. no need to rush. Um, and also enjoy the journey and uh, be present. Don't don't yeah. focus a lot on the future um, yeah. and the past or else you literally miss out on the moment you're having right now. Um, advice I'll give my yeah. younger self, oh, a lot. <laughs> There's a list, <laughs> but the main thing would be don't be afraid right. to be yourself and don't don't be afraid to say no mm. <laughs> no is is okay you're okay to say no and to to be uh, to to take time for yourself not always to please people because oh you used to be a people pleaser a lot um so yeah definitely i'll say take time enjoy my journey and say no <laughs> it's okay to say no mm-hmm. it is yeah I feel like no yeah. for some people is like a 100%. scary word it's not it's just no, a word it's like no I can't sorry yep I'm not even sorry no I can't <laughs> yeah just a, a, a yeah Learning to say no and stopping mm. to say sorry, apologizing for just the sake of apologizing, is like two lessons. A I thousand think percent, especially women, need to learn. Yeah, like don't mm-hmm. apologize for you being the badass bitch that you are, and don't apologize. And, and yeah, learning when is the right time to say sorry, and always say no. If it doesn't sit well with you. Or if you mm-hmm. just don't want to do it, it's okay to say no. Yeah, it's because that is right your time. time. At this and time. that is and one thing that I've time. learned uh, yeah. in 2020. And it's so, sometimes I feel like a lot of people that are scared to say no, because they're scared to um, either lose the person they're saying no to, um, have, their, have the perception changed mm. or warped or people thinking oh they're not a nice person um and not being certified with yourself the reason you're saying yes is because one you're too scared to be like actually no i can't do it and you're too scared because you don't want to lose that person or you don't want that person to change their opinion over you as long as you're certified and you know yourself and you're learning about yourself you can yeah. say no <laughs> and, and carry moving carry on moving Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Keep it pushing, honey. Because, and you're so right. Like I, I, I too am of the of the thinking of oh my god, if I say no, it will never come back again. But you'll be amazed mm-hmm. just how much yeah. repetition yeah. life is. If something is meant for you, yeah. if something is gonna be for you, you will see it again, and it will come back. But it's about the timing. It's about, okay, so this opportunity has come now. Is it the right time? Because there's always a case of you say yes, 
you get yourself like let's talk in creative terms you say yes to something you mm-hmm. put in all this time like I'll talk from my own experience like um, helping out people with like their brands and stuff yeah. like that in terms of being a designer and a pattern cutter and then um, I've said yes I'm putting in all this time I'm giving you all this creative energy I'm giving you all this information and quite I, quite honestly it's it wasn't the right time I shouldn't mm-hmm. have been doing that because I myself I was not ready for that I was trying to mm-hmm. thread a needle with a whole curtain doesn't make no fucking sense so there's no, there's always a time where you actually have to yeah. look at somebody and say thank you for the opportunity but not now and it's fine because if it when you are ready when you are creatively there or in any kind of circumstance the yes won't come with you feeling like yeah what the hell exactly why am i giving all this energy for absolutely nothing yeah in the long run i feel like i gave so much energy to this one person or their brand Mm. or whatever so you've given your energy and i got nothing out of it and now i'm like oh my god yeah so now i'm back at step one when i could have just said no back then and now I, I've now got to build trust again. I've now got to get to a point where I can trust that somebody's coming at me and they're being genuine in that they want to do this and all that type of stuff. Mm. So it is absolutely yeah. And no even it goes time. back to what you said. <laughs> as soon as you said yeah, yeah. yes, you're kind of like, oh, like now I have to do that. Oh my god. Mm. Oh my god. Why did I say yes? Now I have to drive down there. Yeah. Now I have to go. And it's kind of like, well. If if you feel like yeah. you're going to be telling yourself off and you're resenting, you're resenting the fact you said yes okay. while doing the thing, it's kind of like you're, you're, it's not to, not to sound dramatic, but it's kind of like you're you're tearing a bit of your yourself away mm-hmm. until you're literally chipping away at yourself every time you say yes when you don't mm-hmm. want to. And it's kind of like now you don't feel mm-hmm. empowered, you don't feel strong, and mm-hmm. what will happen in in outside life or reality mm-hmm. where you can't stand up for yourself? Saying mm-hmm. no is standing up for yourself, your time and your energy, in mm-hmm. in a nutshell. And if you can't do that, peace. Oh, mm-hmm. It's peak. <laughs> it's peak. <laughs> it's peak. Yeah. It's peak. Exactly. It's peak. It's, it's it's so easy to say no as well. That's the funny thing about it. It's so easy. And if somebody comes back at you like, well, you and they're giving you attitude because you said no, then there in itself, there in itself is, is just the whole situation that you should never yeah. do a right to think, mm, uh, I'm not in on this. Like, if, if somebody comes back and says, okay, well, let me know when you are ready let me know when you want to continue or da, da, da. then you mm, know that, okay, mm-hmm. this this is the right situation i should be in you yeah know, like, it, and it will come back around it will yeah because something that is for you is always going literally to be for you. it's not worth it, it. You, you know your energy will tell you your intuition will tell you and you can always say sorry not right now yeah. if they say ah okay then then ah uh-uh. That's fine. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Sorry, literally. I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs>
<laughs> right. Um, if you could have three historical figures, dead or alive, as your oh friend, my god, who would they be? <laughs> that one's a yeah. Um, I'd have Nina Simone. I'd have her. Um, only because of how empowering she was and how strong she was in herself and how certain she Mm. was and how nothing literally stopped her dream Mm -hmm. um, and her passion Um, and there's a documentary that I watched um, about her and I was just like wow you're, you're beautiful inside and out your your voice is unique it's beautiful and the messages um in your in your music is just it's it's profound just to sit down and have a conversation with you uh, i'll i'll leave going to reassess my life and fixing it quick time <laughs> um so yeah i'll definitely have nina simone um nah, right <laughs> who else would i have mm. wow I'd have Oprah Winfrey. I'd have her as well. Because in herself, she she, as everyone knows, she's such a powerful woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she's somebody that um not only mm-hmm. has been through a lot in terms of her life and her trauma, but she's come out winning. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, she's helping um, individuals um, grow and develop within themselves and it shows you that no matter what you've been through in life literally whatever you have been through um, it's it's your life you can take power from it you can take your power back and strive to be a better you um, and literally don't let anyone stop you um, third person I feel like I'm, I'm going for powerful women I definitely am and I would also have the third one oh I don't know out of everyone in the world I actually don't know you know when your mind goes blank and you're like um um yeah (laughs) I don't know I don't know who the third one would be. I don't know why Robert Mugabe is coming in my head because I want to ask him what, what what's going on, huh? what happened. <laughs> Please explain to me what happened and that why. <laughs> I think I'll have him just just to find out younger, why. What what? Robert. Where did yeah. it go wrong? Why why did he destroy? Like, like why did he become yeah, a dictator? I, yeah. Actually, no. I'll actually have him because I want to know what he happened. Why Great Zimbabwe? has gone to where it is now and what allowed it and why did he allow it to happen yeah I'll definitely ask him that and ask him his whole his whole process Mm. um, before the end of his reign um, why he thought it was okay to 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 inflict Mm. violence on on farmers Um, I know his his whole on his whole thought process in terms of it's our land we need to get it back but I always tell people this he should just thought about it in a okay we need our land back let's educate our people in terms of how to grow crops or give it to farmers that actually know how to do it than saying guys go get your land back 
and inflict violence. So, so yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, because so what's exactly? Like? It's kind of like what Donald Trump literally did, where he was just like, um, where he's just like, oh, we should go protest, and <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're all raiding the 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 house, and it's kind of like, uh, no. That's not how to do it. Not at all. So I'll definitely have him to find out what happened to our country and why exactly. he thought um, his... <sighs> yeah, I'll probably just tell him off, to be honest. That's all I'll do. <laughs> so I have two powerful women and exactly. one man to tell off. <laughs> yeah. In a nutshell. Exactly. As it should be. <laughs> <laughs> right and lastly it's sort of to do with like legacy and everything else and how you kind of want to be remembered mm. um if it's all said and done right and let's say <laughs> science has failed us which is just most likely gonna do because at this point definitely like we thought about podcast anyway <laughs> <laughs> So like, <laughs> science has failed, but all that is left for aliens um, to find is like books mm. with our name on it. So it's a book with Selena. What would the blur? <laughs> I think it would say that Selena is was <laughs> obviously it's going to be in the book. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> is the black Listen, where is she will be like Greta is about what is no. and will always be and <laughs> known and um, I think for me it's the way that I I've built myself in terms of not just like financially or or with my art page I, personally so Selena um through through the really dark days and the bad days um she came out um with confidence and assertiveness about who she is and that reigned like that that sh- that shook that was shown through her aura um and that touched a lot of people's hearts um as well as like mm. my i feel like the way that i am in terms of my aura just makes people feel good um and they just feel like happy and empowered um funny enough i was talking to my friend at work and i was just like yeah i'm not feeling too too happy today um and i'm not feeling confident and stuff and she was like selena I wish I could give you my eyes so you can see what I see. Like you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're talented. Um, you always put people like you always put people first, um, and you you never stri- you never stop striving for what you want. Once we ha- once I have something on my mind, I need to do it. It needs to be done. <laughs> I just can't leave it on the side. Um, so yeah, I'd say hardworking, mm-hmm. inspirational caring and peaceful I'd say yeah <laughs> thanks the end That's a 
Oh, no, it's been, been a, I can't believe it's been an hour and a half already. Yeah, I'm literally sat by uh, my room. Yeah, and crazy, right? my, I think my but, next door neighbors can see me because I can just see random heads popping, yeah. and they're like, "She's still sat there. Like, why is she sat there then?" <laughs> like, mind your biz, mind yeah. your own. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh, mind your own, exactly, exactly. Gosh. Um. No, but um. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for taking part. I have to. It's been amazing, um, honestly. You've I'm got such lovely vibes, it. and I appreciate you bringing me onto your platform. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I I think I'm lovely when yeah. I'm like when I when I'm talking like it's like a natural back and forth. It's like it's um. Like um, um so the weather's nice, outside. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my go-to when when i literally don't know what to say to someone who doesn't know how to have a conversation i'm like so the weather's nice isn't it <laughs> like, they're like yeah yeah it's a bit cold though ain't it i'm like yeah and then it continues after that's a, yeah it's been well cold i can't wait for summer <laughs> just the British way when all yeah or hoping to go on holiday the weather or the government uh, the basic staples of we a conversation if you don't have one oh, if you can't find one they can find me on Instagram um, and Facebook mainly instagram which is i am africa so it's e-y-e-a-m africa that's where you can find me nice To help the podcast grow, please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to us.